Hey guys, it's Jordan. Before we get to the podcast, I'm sure some of you guys may have noticed that my Instagram account was deleted by Instagram, the big tech lords. We're in the middle of an appeal process, which is really annoying, but I know a lot of you guys found me from my Instagram. So if you guys have not followed my new one, it is Jordan Sarmo with the underscore. That one is already shadow banned. You have to type in the entire thing for it to pop up. It is what it is. Who knows how long I'll be on there, but if you want to follow my new account, Jordan Sarmo underscore. And I also wanted to remind you guys about our community platform uh, we created this because it's one way, if you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy the Instagram lives that we do every single week, and also you enjoy um, all the content that we post online, uh, we created this community platform as a way, one, to connect with you, to have more exclusive events for also you to meet other people, but also on top of that, it's one way you can really support our work and what we're doing. Um, this podcast is free. We don't do any advertisements other than uh, letting you know about what we have what we have been doing. And so we ask that number one, you share you share the podcast. But number two, if you uh, listen to us a lot, you want to get more involved and you want to support our work. Um, you can literally do it starting at twelve dollars a month to be a part of our community. And so if you go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com, you click on the red button at the top of the website it says community. You click on that, you can see three different packages, try it out for an entire week, seven day, a free trial. You don't get charged and come to our constitution course, come to one of our community events or come to our Bible study that we have every single Tuesday night. There's a lot of things, a lot of ways you can meet other like-minded individuals. And on top of that, you're supporting Speak Truth Without Fear and myself and all of our work. And so click on that and uh, we are looking forward to seeing the community and let's get to the show. What's going on, guys? We are back with another episode. Last week, we weren't able to record a podcast. I was in Los Angeles doing a lot of content, and we had bad internet. So we couldn't get the podcast up, but we're back this week. And today, we're talking about the new mask mandates in New York and California, the new Omicron variant, and also that 80% of them are fully vaccinated. We're going to get into it. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What up guys? Jordan Sarmo, Ross the Boss. <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing? Statistically, there's a bunch of reasons that people should be concerned about epidemics. But the COVID is problem it's not a contributing factor in that particular argument uh, I, you guys if you're not seeing this on video right now ew, your face is so nasty isn't that funny bro that, you know that guy exists somewhere oh his name's fauci his name is fauci that is his exactly name well, um, fauci's so smooth though fauci fauci's, is smooth fauci look everybody i am doing the best that i possibly can under the circumstances. And you all are doing your best. And we're just trying to keep everybody safe. So we're making some moves. It's for you good. I promise. Do you really think I spent this long in clinical care so that I could take advantage of people? Yes, I do. You, you know, and, and like really like it's yeah. a really disarming 
position that he holds. It's That's really true. disarming. And I, that was a bad uh, whatever, but I no, wasn't really I thought trying it was to a great, do it. No, the, it sounded good. The, the, the tempo is kind of what makes sense. You know, his tempo is one of honesty. And look, and I'm trying the, to give you the facts. Yeah. And it's like, dude, Rand Paul held you up by your collar, yeah. walked you outside, and kicked you out like the dog that you are. And the whole world watched it happen, and then you were like, no, 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 and you went and you scrubbed back in, and you climbed back into your little chair, and then three months later, everything came out that it was gain-of-function research, you were funding weird stuff, and then we have record of you doing you hate way puppies. weirder stuff. You hate puppies. Yeah, and now we're kicking you out again. Sorry, you're a nice-sounding dog, but you are ruining the house. Yeah. Dude, he is. That was a bad it. analogy. Uh, <sighs> he, he's ruining a country. He just, he, he really is. It's not a bad analogy. The voice sounded good. He's got that New York sound too. He's got that right that New where York. you kind of trust it. Like he's been through so many trials. I know, I know, dude. It's I'm I'm over. I'm it's, normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. What uh, is it about Fauci that when you say when you when he talks you're just like all right guy what's up guy on subway. Look, I'm normal, and these particular seats have been doing some fantastic things. Look, yeah. you can sit on the seat in the subway. You're not mad, are you? No. So it's generally beneficial, and yeah. you're just kind of like, I'm not, yeah. I hate you less every time you talk, but your record is terrible, dog. Record's terrible. The lies are incredible. I mean, seriously, if you just like go back and watch videos from Fauci, like right when the pandemic started, it is hilarious to see how much this man has flip-flopped just from mask alone. Like I'll never forget in the beginning of the pandemic when he was like, masks don't work unless it's like the actual one that from the hospitals, the N95s, masks don't work. They don't help out with, with viruses. Um, and then obviously now he's, you know, advocating for masks and the lockdowns and everything that goes along with it. Um, but again, the dude's getting paid. He's getting paid. He's the highest. He is the highest paid federal em government employee in the country. Yeah. So that you know, you're the guy. They're saying, "Hey, say this," and we're going to keep paying you four hundred, five hundred grand a year, plus all the interviews he does, and probably all the sponsorships and endorsements. Yeah. What are you going to What are you going to do if you're Fauci? Yeah. The situation is, do you like money? Yeah. You know, that's the thing. You know, that's the thing about sin, Jordan. So let's not talk about Fauci, but let's just talk about corruption in general. The thing about sin is that eventually it demands a repetitious behavior from you. Yeah. One that is not beneficial to other people most of the time. And uh, I think that's what we see a lot in the way that the global groups of people that me and you would say prey on civilians, whether that's credit companies, right? And the way that they demand that you make payments and they know that it's a trap or yep. whether that's the cooperation to that weird credit company of the individual stores themselves. They have all got their own credits now, credit cards now, and you know, different things like that. Like there's, there's this repetitious component to, to this thing. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it any way other than that, but it just seems like whenever you start doing sinful things, it like, de it like lies demand to be like perpetuated. You can't lie once yep. you can't, you can't, you can't sleep, you know, in a well, biblically sinful way with somebody 
and then not want to repeat it and then have struggle probably not repeating it. You're not all. I feel like sin is so repetitious, and I feel like this position that you get put in when you make one big compromise, which is basically the goal of the CIA, the honeypot operations, right. is how do we get you to do something that we can demand that you repetitiously mm. do something for us for? They they're genius in the way yeah. that they can get you kissing a 17 year old out there somewhere. You know, at one of those big fancy parties they throw, and then they can just go, hey, do what we said or else. And that's what's called ideological subversion, where you can destabilize someone, get brainwashed someone to do something without using any physical force. Um, that is, you know, we, we've talked about that a lot. And, I mean, they've—I'm going to play a clip here in a little bit from the most recent Joe Rogan podcast from— uh, with the doctor that, my goodness, was dropping some bombs, exposing— uh, a lot that's been going on, but you know what you're saying is it, it's amazing how how many lies can happen, and people are still like willingly volunteering their bodies as a trial, right. even when they know that they've been lied to. I mean, and the company we talked about Pfizer and Johnson do you think Johnson. they know? Do you think they know, or do you think that they've, or do you think that they've concluded at these lies? That they're like, well, they, they, I heard that they lied and it was proven that they lied. They probably lied about something dumb and small. Or do you think that they've heard it thoroughly and then been like, I heard you, Ross. I heard you, Jordan. I, I think, don't think you're right. I think six months ago, they thought we were a bunch of conspiracy theorists. I think six months ago, they thought that ivermectin was horse dewormer. But what's happening now, nothing is making sense. And I've, I've talked to someone recently who was, you know, and again, when we say that we're not... We're, we are against the vaccine or for the vaccine. We really are not. It's really – and everyone says this. It really comes down to choice. Uh, but when, when you start mandating something and forcing something, that's when it starts getting really, really weird. And I talked to someone very close to me recently who's fully vaccinated, was considering the booster until, until the Omicron came out. And I'm going to read this headline. And this right here, Omicron – Ba CDC data, by the way, see, well, we're getting into it, by the way, everyone that's listening, that was our little intro, but we'll keep going. Omicron, 80% of Omicron that have, that have, uh, tested positive are fully vaccinated. This is not coming from Fox news, Tucker Carlson. We talked about this last night on the Monday night Instagram live with me and conservative Ant. 80% think about this, Ross. This new variant that's coming around, the world's freaking out. And who and four out of five people, eight out of ten people that are getting this new variant are not single dose, double dosed, fully vaccinated. One third of that 80% has the booster. So they've been creating vaccines and boosters that literally do not work. Yeah, they don't work. They don't work for what a traditional vaccine was used for. And the whole world was told that this was a vaccine yes. by definition. And they've only changed the definition of vaccine in the last like six months. So you were told that this was a vaccine. And when people are told something is a ladder, they use it like a ladder. And what ladders are supposed to do and what vaccines are supposed to do is stop you from contracting something. Right. And so, and I and know they have a yeah, and transmitting it, which I know means that they have a varying, they always have a varying degree 
of efficacy. Like they, all vaccines have a varying degree of, of efficacy. Sometimes yeah. they work on Johnny at 82% and they work on me at 41% or whatever. So if you're doing the old type of vaccines, that was normal anyway, which is why the flu is not eradicated, right? But they were supposed to help to the point where you could see a noticeable difference between the unvaccinated and the vaccinated people with the amount of people that caught it. Right. That is something that's still true about normal vaccines that seems to be, you know, that's or at least seems to be true based on the numbers we're allowed to see right now. I have a lot of questions about the entire vaccine industry. Everything needs to be investigated, literally everything. But that's can't be said about this. Look, UK did that study recently where they said that in some cases where I showed the graph on my Instagram a while ago, but uh, from anybody over 30, it was like one point five times more people were getting it that were unvaccinated than were getting it that were vaccinated or you get what i'm saying the other way vaccinated people were catching it more yeah oh and and that's that is what's not making sense for people when you have 80 percent of this new strand which everyone's freaking out about and how many deaths is it one i haven't even heard of one. one Is it one right now? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the person was jumping off a, a, a cliff, too, and then also happened to pa- <laughs> test positive for Omicron, you know? Literally, literally. Fauci was like, we need one. Dog, Somebody, you, you swipe got- this bastard. <laughs> Somebody's bound to have it. Just swipe them all. And, and if Sorry. you're listening, I would really encourage you guys, do a quick YouTube or Google, or go on Twitter, actually. Twitter is the best place to find it. Go on Twitter and search some videos for what's going on in Germany right now. Germany... Uh, with how, how the Germany mandate. Look at what's going on Aus- Austria. Look at what's going on in New Zealand. Look what's going on Australia. And go to DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Don't, don't go to Google. Don't go to Google because yeah. that stuff is not coming up for me anymore. There is such a clear contrast, Jordan, yep. from when I have to do the it's research wild. for my show yeah. between when I'm trying to find it on Google and DuckDuckGo. Literally different search engines, it seems like. DuckDuckGo it. And they're sneaky on. about it with dates. That's they how they do it. You'll go... Crazy summit, and everybody in the world knows that they just had a crazy summit three days ago, and yep. it'll be like crazy summit from September 2019, and yep. it's the first ten <laughs> things, and you're like, ah, yep, gotcha. No, yeah, I, I would encourage you guys go and look at what's going on because of. I mean, these are countries that are 80, 90, some 99 percent fully vaccinated because they have to. They can't even go to work. They're not even allowed to go outside in some of these countries. And they are still locking down. Why? Like, what happened? And, I mean, all the, the purpose of when we do these podcasts, we want people to think. We want people to ask questions and not just go with the status quo. Go with what, I mean, oh, it is kind of weird that the number one and number two leading companies in America when it comes to, when it has the biggest fines in American history, Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer have the biggest criminal fines in American history. And they're the companies that we're trusting with our bloodstream. These are questions that you should ask and investigate before you just willingly go with, with, you know, what they're saying. And again, Fauci has his lies, but all that to say, and I, lo- I love what you just said a little bit ago, Ross, you said that you look at the dates and I, I pulled up this article from vice last night, uh, right before our live vice put out an art and this is how they do it. This is how they do it. Vice, the headline anti-vaxxers. This is back February 28th, twenty. 20 so, so 10 is, months ago basically something yeah, like that so this is like yeah exactly 10 months ago anti-vaxxers are terrified that the government will enforce a vaccine uh for coronavirus 
They think they're claiming that on social media that the spread of this disease will end up leading to a mandatory vaccination in unlimited surveillance. Well, damn, did that happen? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what did the article actually say? Um, was it like you, this is stupid because, or yeah, was it well, like they, no? That yeah, the the entire article, and I'll send it to you because right now I just have the headline. The entire article basically paints us as conspiracy theorists from a year ago when we were saying, "Hey, this is going to lead to mandates. Hey, this is going to lead to a digital passport. You're not going to be able to eat or drink or go get a coffee, or you're not going to be able to work in certain cities if we allow this to keep going the way that it's going." And we're here today. Right. And, and I mean, I'm telling you, what what, ha- what happens? Wouldn't it be very interesting? I, I would not be surprised two or three years from now that this gets so intense that in certain states and blue states, they'll pass that you have to be vaccinated to vote. If you if you have to be vaccinated, if you have to be vaccinated in order to be a part of the military, I would not be surprised if you have to be vaccinated to vote. And um, but this is what we go to. It, it's it's you're dealing with you're dealing with the media being an arm of the regime of. And I'm not even saying it's the Biden regime because I actually think the Biden regime and the the administration are complete puppets for really the big dogs that's going on and really controlling the world. Um, there was a clip. I don't know if you heard this clip, and I want to play this clip from from Glenn Beck. It's really it's really startling. Uh, Glenn Beck was on Tucker Carlson a couple nights ago, where he basically claimed. And he found a 147-page classified document that, or 158-page classified document that got leaked, that the that the NIH and Moderna came into a partnership back in, I believe, September, before, like two months before China even warned America that there was a COVID outbreak, and it was for the vaccine for the corona virus. This is two months before. I'm going to play this clip real quick, and I would love for you to hear it. We didn't know anything about this in December. We were starting to get rumblings. China said there was some sort of an outbreak on December 31st. But Peter, De- I'm sorry, not Peter Dazic, Dr. Barrick signs a uh, government um, deal with Moderna, I want to I read it exactly to you. This, this deal was uh, made, it's confidential, it's 100 and, I don't know, 58 pages long. Um, it is, if I skip to page 104, they are entering a specific private confidential agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring technology to Dr. Barrick, but th- what they're making clear is, quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by NIAID and Moderna. Wow. Now, this is weird because it's two weeks later that we know there's a problem. They sign that deal two weeks before, and they sign it with the doctor who happened to be a partner with the bat lady in Wuhan. Here's where it gets really dark. These are the same group of people that in the end of January begin to have meetings and they shut down and begin to smear anyone who's looking into the lab leak theory. They, they establish that's not true, don't even look there. It, it appears to be collusion. I, you know, we- I mean, dude, you have 
They were working on the va- they were signing contracts and deals. Who is going to get the contract? And and the NIH, which is owned is a institution under the federal government with Dr. Barrett, which Dr. Barrett was one of the two doctors that Trump did put in control. Now, I don't think that Trump, I don't think Trump knew about this collusion. I mean, because Trump came out strong on hydroxychloroquine. He was against the mask. He won, He just wanted to get the economy right, going. It didn't seem like he was trying to get the pony going much. No, this, this was, this was, dude, this was planned. And what Glenn Beck is basically saying is, hey, there was contract agreements happening about who's going to own the rights to the technology of the mRNA technology for this vaccine before China even warned the United States America right. about it. Right. How does that happen? Right. And that's and that's why when And when, if that happened in any other scenario, you know, because this is so big, it's tough for people to really grasp it. Myself yeah. included. I, as we're talking about it, as I'm hearing Glenn Beck talk, even I am like, I'm sure it's something else. But like if this happened in any other scenario, you would be like, Oh, that's clearly what occurred. Yep. You know? Like you'd be like, Oh, okay. They had a conversation and they were like, Let's both make money from this, since we're gonna hurt the people, let's hurt them and make money from them together. And, and that's why when you know they call us conspiracy theorists for even assuming this or even um, speculating that the reason why they shut down hydroxy or the reason why they shut down ivermectin was because they needed and wanted people to take the vaccine. Now I know there's conspiracy theorists that think that there's a big genocide and this is about killing people younger and we did it. I'm not even like there. I can't even go there. But I'm not even saying that. I don't. I don't even necessarily even believe that. But the fact that they knew that this virus was going to happen and it was going to come out, they planned it. And Joe Rogan had a doctor on um, yesterday on his podcast. It came out yesterday. Dr. Peter McAuliffe or something. Yeah. Long McAuliffe. Yeah. I can't even say his his whole dang name. Um, I wish I would have brought this up. But I want I want to. I want you to li- – well, I'm going to let you find it, and I'm gonna oh, okay. let- I want you to play this clip because what he goes into here now, just it's all, it's connecting the dots. And the reason why I'm playing these clips because it's going to connect these dots where you have you have people that obviously knew about it where this guy goes and says, hold on, time out. This, like we knew about this back from 2017 where they literally talked about this at uh, – I believe it was in Europe, Europe where all these doctors came together saying that in 2025 we're expecting a SARS-2 – outbreak yeah and he, he goes in to say that the only thing that they got wrong was the year it actually came sooner so they were expecting this this was planned uh listen this joe rogan's podcast yesterday with dr peter so you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing so they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment it's not just my idea. Now it's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the book recently published by Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leafleet and Dr. Vladimir Lysenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the Bregan book showing how it was coordinated and planned. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I'm the most uh, mentioned physician in that book. I can tell you that if you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever 
emanated out of the lab. If you wanted Moderna. to find the, the collusions and the operations between the Gates Foundation and Gavi and CEPI and Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine manufacturers and the Wuhan lab and the National Institutes of Health and Ralph Barrick and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and how all this was organized. If you want to see the Johns Hopkins planning seminar called the SPARS pandemic in 2017, where they had a symposium, people showed up, they wrote up their symposium findings, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. <laughs> it's going to be related to MERS and SARS. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding a drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins. They, I mean, and I pulled up this, this, their entire, they had a whole PDF for this pososium, whatever it's called, um, and this entire conference. And they got the whole thing laid out. I mean, I, I was going through it. I wish I uh, kept it From up. From 2017, the one at Johns Hopkins. 2017, bro. So forgive me if we're skeptical about everything that's going on. And I mean, this is why it's, it's, it's really tough to believe anything about anyone when it comes, when it comes to this. It's, uh, it's, it's super frustrating. So, I mean, this is, and, and just, just to be clear, Dr. Peter, like he worked with the FDA. He is the number one leading cardiologist in the world. He, number one, he is he is the number one leading publicist. Everyone looks to him for like the every doctor. The FDA called him. He, so he was this guy? Was this guy been? Has this guy Peter McAuliffe already been? Uh, he's had he already been railroaded already because he's considered oh, yeah. like far right or anything? Or did that happen before the JRE podcast or after or what? Um, Joe Rogan brought him on because YouTube took down a couple of his videos. And that's mm. how Joe Rogan heard about him. And he talks about him. the first 20 minutes. He talked. I mean, I'm telling you guys, the first 25 minutes of this podcast are, is gold. It's all gold. He was the leading. Every doctor looked at him. The Australian, doc, uh, the Australian doctors in South America, they all called him Europe. And he was the one that was leading. He got grants out of Texas. He got like hundreds of thousands of dollars of grants right away to start finding. Like we have to start treating people. And he's saying doctors were scared to treat um, and because they thought that they would get it. They didn't know what it was. And then he f quickly found that one, he goes, well, he goes, there's no single drug. It's, you have to have multiple drugs. And then the one that, the one that kept coming back that had the, the right away was hydroxychloroquine. Um, and so he, he made a couple, he made, he, that, that was a part of the remedy that he said, this is how you, he was the first doctor that ever came out, um, and published in a, an article or whatever, a piece that basically says, this is how I'm treating my patients and it's actually working. And it was like four different, um, you know, medications. And one of them was combined with hydroxy. And that's when obviously he goes, what I saw, it was insane. The amount of hate and pushback he's, and I, this is something that he says in this, in this, uh, podcast, he goes, you probably would not know that right around that, I believe it was in April, right when the outbreak was happening, the number one factory warehouse for hydroxychloroquine, which is in Japan, got burnt down to the ground. He said that then all of these factories start, he goes, look it up, Google it. All these factories and warehouses or the leading distributors of these medications that was the only sign that we knew actually had to work that actually had, we saw some progress they were getting burnt down or they were getting suppressed. Then Australia started banning it. Australia, it was an over-the-counter drug. Now it's prescription. Now doctors can't prescribe it. And all of these regulations started happening. And what he says, he's not, now Joe Rogan tries to get into like, is there a conspiracy behind this? And were they trying to, you know, use this to get people to get the vaccine? He goes, maybe the higher-ups, he goes, but honestly, this was a failure 
of academics that you had dumb doctors that didn't know enough and they were they they were easily um, manipulated to believe that hydroxy or ivermectin or these these other remedies that have been approved that have been been using for decades that that the WHO has already given as the Nobel Peace Prize these things these remedies that have been working they just were brainwashed and they were they uh, f- fell for it. It's an unbelievable podcast. It opened up so much, and when you and he even talked about Moderna. He said back in Moderna, back in you know Moderna and the the Gates Foundation just dropping every. And he this, this is a guy that's worked with the NIH. He's worked with Bill Gates. He's worked right. with Fauci. It's not. Just it's like, not a rando. No, this is not. It's it's not a rando. And so and this is why. Yeah, it's that, so, and that's the thing is I always say this sentence. I say how many medically credentialed experts on the opposing side have to risk their entire career and reputation to come out and say something is wrong with what is happening. You need to listen to some of the conspiracy people for just a second. How many of them have to come out before the other side will at least consider what we're saying? You know, like how many does it take? And again, when when people hear us have these conversations, like, oh, these guys are so anti-vax. It's not about the vaccine. It's about the money. It's about bad people manipulating and lying and stealing. Like, dude, I mean, I, I recently lost my Instagram account. And, and who knows the reason why? The videos that I was posting was about the protests. But you have the arms of big tech and they're doing the dirty work. You have YouTube taking down the number one cardiologist in the world, taking down his videos because it does not go with what the regime or the WHO or CDC say. And that's that's the issue. It has nothing to do with the vaccine, but it has to do with that only that an entire group of people that are professionals and they know way more than, I mean, I'm just literally reading stuff that he said. I don't know half the crap, 95% of the stuff that he's saying. But you have these guys that have been working with hand-in-hand, leading the FDA, FDA, leading the NIH. These are the leading doctors, and they're being completely censored because they're telling the truth. It's about money. That's what this whole thing is about. And it's, it's, it's sad to see, dude. It's about it, money, and it's about control. Yeah. How could you be so naive, though? In this scenario, to think that there wasn't somebody spearheading this thing at the top, why would he think that? I didn't. I haven't heard this podcast yet. I'd need to listen to it at some point, but I'm too busy. It, I don't know, man. It's it's the most frustrating part is when I see friends, close friends. You know, they they fall victim to the brainwash. They fall victim to this, where they, you know, they, you know, my, I had good conversations. I'm in Los Angeles this past week. And, you know, Biden supporters, Biden, and they're great people, awesome, like good friends of mine, Christians, like, and they have been duped by the mainstream. And the reason why, I mean, I'm I'm reading today, last night, this comes out, Twitter will now, and this is the reason why, Twitter will now ban users that repeatedly claim that vaccinated people can spread COVID. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> like, is it, is it because they think that vaccinated people spread it less? Do they believe that? No, they're saying tw- no. Twitter will now ban users. Anyone that says that vaccinated people can spread and transmit COVID, they will ban you. Which is the same day that the study from Oxford comes out 
as it says the UK prepares for the Omicron because it keeps hitting the fully vaccinated. And this data came straight from the CDC. So now based off what Twitter's saying, is Twitter going to ban the CDC? Is Twitter going or the to the World Health Organization? Is Twitter going to ban the World Health Organization? Is Twitter going to ban Oxford and Harvard and these studies that are coming out? No, they're not going to, but they will ban you. They will ban the 25,000 influencer that will uh-huh. say, hey, guys, uh, do you guys see what's going on? Or they will ban the influencer that will post the study. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's it's so right. frustrating. They will ban the influencer that posts the study. Yeah. And, you know, the more and more I think about it, dude, the more and more control – can't you just you start good. to realize you just start to realize they have so much more control over things. I watched 1984 on Amazon Prime yesterday. It's it's, it's like I need a, to watch that. Is, is it good? No, it's lame. It's um, lame. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 good enough. It's it's good enough that you learn what you need to learn from it because you're watching it educationally. You're watching how they control people and everything, and it's really interesting to see some of the tactics that they use to control other people. You know, uh, yep. you know, one guy gets thrown in jail or whatever. And he doesn't realize that he was a thought criminal, meaning that he was having like thoughts that were like crimes. And he's like, I didn't even know I was bad. <laughs> I didn't even know, you know, or whatever. And it's just like that's the left eats its own eventually because it's never about true left ideas. You know, it's about how can somebody get control and how can we enforce it as best as possible? Literally. And the best thing to do is to scream, this is for everybody's good, you know, and look like you're doing really good things and then slowly slowly morph what that means and then start abusing half the population that doesn't submit to you. You know, it's, it's a consistent pattern. And that's, if there's one thing I've learned about since me and you have been caring about this, it's that there is this, there is a consistent pattern to almost everything we're watching. And if people can watch long enough, they start to get it. And so it's genius for them to destroy history because if anybody pays attention to it, they just go, Oh, don't give governments too much control. Yep. That's it. That's the story. That's the lesson. Oh, don't let them have too much control because they do weird things with it. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's that's it. <laughs> and like if it and like if they can just erase history and get you scared enough, then you will s- simply forget the one thing that seems to matter. Yeah. Dude, I mean nothing uh from from the election to climate change to you know, the vaccine to the mandates. I mean, dude, how many times have we been fact-checked? How many times have we been uh, broke community guidelines on social media because we post something about the election? I mean, dude, I mean, think you really think about it. Like, you really think about just even the election. It's like, you ha- we cannot claim that there is, we are a domestic terrorist threat According to the DHS, if you believe the election was stolen for a man that supposedly got 81 million votes and he has the worst approval rating in presidential history. Does he have that now? Yes, yes. And now his vice president has the worst uh, approval rating in American history, 26 or 26.7%. You have you have all of these things happen. He he does it in Florida. He does it in Ohio. First time ever a president ever did that. He won the least least amount of bellwether counties, um, bellwether counties in American history with as a winning president. All of these things happen, and then you have the four a.m. spikes. But then if we claim something, 
we get fact-checked or we get called a domestic terrorist. And you and we see this. I don't know if you know this. This bro saw this. Facebook recently got uh, sued by a Instagrammer that got you know by science feedback. Which science feedback? God, they're the worst. They've been fact-checking me recently. Um, and literally one of their fact checks, it said false. They said the reason why false. Then they, they're getting lazy now. They're not even giving descriptions about their fact checks. Um, but he sued them. And it's bizarre because in the res Facebook's response, they had, to, they have to say this or they'll lose their section 230. They said, well, our, our fact checks are opinions. They're opinions of our third party fact checkers. They're not Facebook's actual facts. And so this is why it's so frustrating when you, when you see people that have been duped by this is because you've had these big tech companies hire third-party big names like MSN and Reuters and Science Feedback and USA Today, and they hire these companies and they use them as the scapegoat to do the fact-checking when even they're not even, it's not even their fact-check. It's actually the opinion of the company that they actually hired. Literally, go, if you're listening, go ahead and Google Facebook's response um, to to their fact uh, to fa to the fact check, Facebook's response to the fact check when they were sued, it will come up right away. New York posted an article on it. MSN did an article on it. Came out and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, this is crazy!" It this is why it's frustrating because we're losing so many good people to propaganda because people are do not know what to believe anymore because you have someone that says, "Oh my gosh, these crazy conspiracy theorists actually think that." Um, that actually think that there'll be passports one day and that you won't be able to get food and you won't be able to order food and keep your job. These crazy conspiracy theories and then always ends up happening, dude. Look, they know what they're doing. They do. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it, it is, it's crazy, man. And you know, it's exhausting to be in the state that we're in Jordan. Cause we like, you know, decided to take on the beast, you know, alongside other heroes of trying to tell the truth type of things. And it's like, that's cool. But that also means that we haven't been building our own st stuff that can't be hurt. Right. You know, and that's an interesting thing about this. It's. It's because we're well, building something that's under the, it's basically under the gun, you know? You're, we're building something. I mean, I experienced this this past week with Instagram when they deleted my Instagram account out of nowhere. No warning. We're building something on sand. Like when you're, when you're putting all your eggs in something, it's like, hey, we want to get the truth out. Um, there's a reason why. And I'm not, we're not, I'm not uh, self, like I'm not like, oh my gosh, I am a hero or I'm amazing. Like there's a reason why my account and your account went from hardly any followers to 60 to 80, you know, you're at 78,000 followers or your TikTok was at, you know, a couple hundred thousand. There's a reason why. And the reason why is because you're speaking truth. You're saying you're willing to say something and speak out that people weren't willing to say. And people were saying, oh, holy crap, this is right. This is true. This is, this is correct. I, I'm not the only one. And then what ends up happening is you have these these companies that just go, we don't like what you're saying, gone, deleted, all your work erased. And so it is frustrating. It's honestly, it's, it's, uh, and it's why we created the platform. It's why we created community. It's why we create merch. We try to find other ways and other avenues of, of making income to being able to spend this amount of time, um, 
but it it is frustrating that we we are kind of like what what other platform are you going to go to? Yeah, honestly, besides but, Truth, whenever it comes out, but it's not even out. Yeah. Trump's a telegrams. Two I don't like Telegram. Telegram sucks. Like I'm sorry, Telegram is great if you have a team or something, but I don't like Telegram. I don't like. No, getters I wouldn't okay. anybody like Telegram. Yeah. You know what happens is these Silicon Valley people create gold and then they become communists and then the gold sucks. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, they become, but as well, they get bought out by the government. Like that's when we saw that we saw that last year, especially during the election when, when people, Facebook d- well, yeah, 400 million towards that Wisconsin race or whatever. Well, you, but you, well, you have that, but then you also had actual Democrat politicians that were running for office that didn't like certain stories that was coming out about them. And this was, I mean, Siaka was a part of that that uh, list. Samita was a part of that list. A lot of our friends where they were exposing stuff that was going on with certain politicians that were running for office. And then these pol- the heads of the DNC emailed Facebook and said, hey, remove this. Remove yeah. this post. And they yeah. were removing the post without even warning. They weren't even warning Samita. Like, she, was, she didn't even get the warning. It just disappeared. And that you have because they did that in California. You're right. Yes, you're it, right. And then didn't DC Drano didn't didn't they do the same thing to his? They deleted this DC Drano off Twitter because his yeah. memes were actually kicking the Democrats' ass. Has and anything he, come from this stuff yet? Has uh, there any been any yeah, he, restitution for any of this? Yeah, he tweeted about it the other day. He said, he, he's he's like the day is coming for big. They he's very bullish on big tech. They are they're losing their power when it comes to. Um, cause pretty soon when he's saying that when his court, it's going to go to the Supreme court, he's very positive that he's going to win that case. And when that ends up happening, the social media and big techs, they are going to lose all of their power of fact checking, or they are going to lose their two thirty, where they basically can get their ass sued and destroyed by everyone. They won't be able to afford that and they'll have to just open it up. Right. Um, I do think the future is bright. I really do. I also do believe if we can if that stuff can happen in time. I mean, what's you know, it's like they say hungry people don't revolt when you're physically hungry. You don't care about things. Right. It's like I'm wondering how bad they can make America how fast before any of that stuff hits the fan. But honestly though, we were all sleeping before this, bro. It's true. No, we're definitely more awake now. At least we're all woken up to it. You know, you we're definitely at, in a better position to know and be aware. But I'm just wondering how fast they can cap- capitalize on their advantage that's massive right now into a physical manifestation of that power. Yeah. I don't know how they would transition that. You know, but I mean, I, I saw anomaly. He po- he tweeted this earlier today uh, or yesterday. He said, "I give it one year to two years, where these mandates will be completely done across the board." And the reason why is because no one's willing, at least in the States, no one's willing to get the booster. No, especially with what's going on with this Omicron. No one trusts the booster. Majority of the people that that have been fully vaccinated, they believed into it. They're like, all right, I'll do this for the greater good. Uh, you know, Jordan Peterson's a great example. He he had a video. He was like, I did it so that you would leave me alone. But now you're not leaving me alone. And now I'm pissed off. And he, he, go, he goes off. He, you're not leaving me alone. So the, a lot of people, they're fed up. They're like, I'm tired. You told me, you told me everything. I couldn't get it. I couldn't transmit it. I, everything would go back to normal. I would, wouldn't have to wear masks. New York's locking down. Cal, New, York lock, New York's lockdown statewide by the governor. California just announced starting tomorrow, statewide, 
everyone has to wear a mask indoors, even though everyone's double vaccinated. A quarter of them are full are, are boosted up. What is no. their play? What is the play? I mean, so in my mind, I'm thinking the play is that New York and California are the two places that the communist and the globalists care about the United States for. That's the they care about Silicon Valley and they care about and they because it's a propaganda propaganda network of the world and they care about Wall Street because it's a financial movement center of the world. Other than those two states, that's the only reason where I can think that they would, for some reason, be like, we got to keep New York hurt in California. I don't even get it. Like, if you really think it's about safety, you're an idiot because the actual numbers do not bear this out. Like, the reason that we are against these things is because we can verifiably look at other places that aren't doing them and see better results. And so this is not like I just think these things. It's like. Clearly, either an absolute idiot is driving the bus, which that's probably true, okay? But idiots don't get control seats. People with money get control seats. And people that put people into control seats control those people. So that's what I'm saying. Obviously, if an idiot is running the bus, then somebody else put that idiot into their place so that they could do something for them. So that that's what I'm saying is there's – I don't understand where the – where the motivation is coming from because their only thing that's going to happen in California, New York is people are going to say, this is stupid more than they already are saying that and, and move out of those States or cities and stuff. And I'm looking at that and going, what is the benefit of the global ideology of doing this besides convincing everybody in America that the conservatives were right the whole time? Well, you've heard the saying, or I've heard, I've heard the saying where, you know, money is not the root of all evil or, or money doesn't change you. It actually, uh, it enables magnif- you to be who you are. Yeah, exactly. It puts a magnifying glass on who you really are. And that's what we've kind of seen. Like you, you see a governor like Ron DeSantis that had, you know, all these states went into a state of emergency. And when these states go into a state of emergency, they have unlimited power. I mean, they can do whatever they want. They can, they can move money around. They have this unlimited power because the state is in a state of emergency. That's why when a hurricane happens, like boom. We're sending $20 billion here and 20, like you can move money around, you have power, you have people in fear, so it's easier to control. And so people, when all of these states and all of these governors basically became mini kings for the last year and a half Mm -hmm. and you, and they rose to the top and you notice, and we now see the ones that have not let go. Colorado just let go. They said, Hey, we're done. State of emergency is over. Colorado just stopped finally, like finally. Um, another state, I forget, uh, what was the other state? Was it Nevada? I can't remember. Or Arizona. All these governors now are saying, all right, we're done. But California and New York, as long as they can keep the fear, they have become addicted to the power and addicted to the... Does that mean no mask mandates and everything if they're not in a state of emergency anymore or what? Yeah, I mean, if there's no mask mandates, then they would they would need to... They, they have to basically... Give the illusion of why they're still in a state of emergency. Oh my gosh, Omicron's happening. We got to lock down. The cases are rising. Holy crap. We need, the hospitals are getting full. So we need to, and, bubble, and this, you keep the state of emergency going. That, that is really what it's about. These, they want to keep the power. And dude, I mean, if you guys don't think it's about money and, and corruption, it is what it is. Um, and Yeah, I mean, it has to be. Look, you're playing, you're playing, I don't know. If it's not about that, then billionaires are stupid. You know what I'm saying? If I was an evil billionaire, then I would have my hand all in this. I mean, look at the announcement of Omicron 
or Omicron at the announcement of it, they even Bernie Sanders tweeted that the 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 eight investors or whatever that invested in Pfizer gained ten billion dollars overnight when the when all the propaganda went out about Omicron. Right. Like, if you're a billionaire and you're not attempting to control the fear in people, then right. and you're evil, then you're a stupid evil person. Right. You know, like so it makes sense that they would be doing that. Yeah, I mean, dude, show show me. Show me a single mask mandate that actually worked, <laughs> that really brought significantly brought down the cases. Like, l- show show me a state. It never happened. You yeah. had New- where, where you did had- it go down and stay down? No, Florida, Florida, yeah, except except Florida, <laughs> and where there's no have- rules at all. And there was no rules. There there was no rules because people got it. They ended up taking the an- the antibody um, monoclonal monoclonal antibodies and. DeSantis did a great job. Yeah, did it spike? Did it have its times? Yeah, but we didn't freak out. No one lost their businesses. The businesses stayed open. Children still went to school. I would love to look at the GDP per state pre and post COVID. Pre and post COVID and go, who who recovered the best? I don't know which particular stat that would be that would kind of, you know, like which percentage of small businesses closed and are still closed, you know, or whatever, and try to figure out like which ones it is. I'll I'll tell you one thing. People in Florida, it's like they, nothing ever changed. It's huh? like nothing ever changed. I go, you go to California, they're mad, they're pissed off, they're uptight, Golly. they're angry. I mean, just like everyone, they're sick of it. Some, you know, people or people, they're in fear, they're scared, they're paranoid. And then on top of that, you're in Los Angeles, and the crime is absolutely insane, dude. I, I mean, I could not believe. I, for the first time, literally every time I left my hotel or I was leaving my friend's house, I was looking over my shoulder because I did not feel safe in Los Angeles, California. I mean, you think about this 20 years ago, you'd be like, LA was the place to be. It's a safe place. It's, it's where everyone wants to go. LA is filled with crime. You, bro, you have a policeman. We didn't, I mean, we, uh, we didn't get to put the last podcast, but you had, you had the head, uh, deputy of, of, uh, Los Angeles, the sheriff department literally tell people, Hey, for Christmas, don't come to LA. It's like the purge out here. It's like the purge out here. That's what he said. And the reason why is because normally in the purge, you got 24 hours. You got, he goes, the only difference is the purge, you get 24 hours to commit your crime. In Los Angeles, you get 365 days. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, at least they're calling this nonsense yeah. out, Jordan. And it's like, which, how many people is the governor allowed to be so crappy at his job? That have to get murdered by other humans before you start to go, uh, like at which stage are human beings in that particular state allowed to go? We're going to replace you now by force. Yep. Like, how does that work? What, what, I don't even know the constitutional prescription for that because it probably has to do with like, I don't even know. I went to my first Republican thingy last night or whatever for out here. It was great because one of the uh, one of the people that was there, we were voting people in or whatever, and they they straight up got into an argument right there about how much money the person donated to a Democrat in the past really? or whatever, and called, straight called him out and was like, "Sorry, I'm not comfortable nominating you. You donated seventy five hundred bucks to X Y Z in the last ten months. You're insane." And the guy was like eighty years old and really kind, who was getting dogged too, and he was just like, "Well, I I look." Ralph Northam has been my friend for like 50 years and I take care of my friends. And everybody in the room was like, 
that's what we're afraid of. What are you yeah, saying? Exactly. You know, and it was just interesting that that guy would have got voted in had one or two people not spoken up and one or two people did speak up. So that was good. That's a, and that's a problem, dude. Like you really don't you don't know who to trust anymore. You can't you can't trust the fact checkers. You can't trust your friend <laughs> like you, you just you can't. And that's that's the issue. I mean, that's Mitch McConnell, the head leader of the Republican Party, is just giving writing blank checks to the Democrats who just piss me off. But anyways, um, we're going to close this up here in a minute. But before we do, I, I, I want I want your take on three different short videos. I want to know I posted this on my. So- Did you already see my my social media? Vid- OK, uh-uh. so I got three funny videos that I posted on my social media. If you are. Uh, you can watch this on Rumble because you're, you're going to just be able to hear it if you're listening. Um, but we'll probably post this on our Speak Truth Without Fear Instagram uh, in the next two or three days. I'll make sure that you guys can see this. But three reels that, honestly, bro, I was I watched these over the last 48 hours and I was crying laughing for all of them. So here's I want to know which one's your favorite. All right. <laughs> we'll go with video number one. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Lord Fauci. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Is that not? Or so if you're, if if you don't, if you obviously can't see this, somebody just a- bending over, getting spanked in some weird dark skull and bone ceremony, and the guy's just shirtless, going, "Thank you, sir. May I have another?" And he's just getting spanked in the keister. And, and the guy that's spanking him is Doctor Fauci. That says Doctor Fauci, and then like every time he gets spanked, it says third booster, spanked, fourth booster. Thank you, sir. May I have another? So funny. <laughs> oh, all right, this is uh, video number two. Warning, a cough has been detected. For your safety and the safety of others, authorities have been dispatched and will be arriving at your location shortly. You will be taken to the nearest quarantine facility where you will be tested and monitored. Please remain at your location. Unauthorized movement is strongly prohibited. We're all in this together. So funny how he's mouthing all the words because he's heard it so many times. It's just he's indicating heard. that this is such a repetitious nonsense thing. So funny. Did you see when he coughed? He goes, <coughs> and he like stopped. And then he like looked up at the camera like, dang it. Damn it. And then right away he went to grab the bottle. Oh, my gosh. If you guys got to see this video, we'll post this on our social media. All right, video number three. Hold on. Gosh. Day one. Of being a liberal. Day two of being a liberal. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mrs. Day, they, them for short, pronouns Z, Zim, Zer, and I just want to say, say the turtle. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Which one's your favorite? Um, oh, man. The dude. second one. The second this, one was my favorite when I this, saw it. Oh, man. Hilarious. Yeah, that was funny because the guy was just like, he's doing normal stuff and then. <laughs> And he's just like, dang it, you know, and he's like, (laughs) oh, you know, because, you know, the ramifications. Imagine just like you're just at your house chilling, you, you know, or what? I don't know. The thing that's so crazy about all this. Remember that one video of the girl who's sitting in Australia, the girl who's sitting on her front porch or whatever uh, in the quarantine camp? Yep. And they're like, you can't go over near the fence or whatever. And the guy's just kind of blindly saying, like, those are the rules. That's the way they are. It doesn't matter if they make sense. Yeah. It just means you got to follow them. 
or whatever. And she's like, and she, and he's like, for everybody's like, safety. And even she's though like, for I, everybody's safety, even though I, even though we're all negative. Yes. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, it's just the rules. Yeah. And he just keeps going, and I'm just like, dude, some people. Well, no, are it, so it, excited to be hall monitors for a corrupt principal. <laughs> well, not only that, do you remember when she questioned him? He goes, it's the law. And she goes, oh, it's the law? Well, it's the orders. He changed because it's, it's not the law. It's actually the orders. And that is like even even what I noticed uh, when I went on. When yeah, I and went, then she goes, so if I break it, what will happen? He goes, it'll be a $5,000 fine, and I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying yeah. to be nice, yeah. I'm not trying to give it to you now. I'm giving you a warning, yeah. So you can't cross you can't cross the yellow line. You know, and it's just like, is this a joke, dude? Yeah. No, so, I mean, you, even when you go into, and I was at LAX, which, dude, LAX was crazy. Like, walking into LAX. And, you know, the signs are there. I mean, most airports, it's federal law to walk inside, of, uh, walk in the airport without a mask. I'm like, no, it's not federal law. Like, that, w- that law was, Congress never passed that law that you have to wear a mask inside. That is not a law. That's, That's bull not crap. It's an order that tyrants are, you know, and again, that can be won in court easy, but still, though, most people don't know that. You wouldn't be willing to do that in the first place. It was crazy. Bro. Going through LAX, you land, and, I mean, there's, like, test places, and then there's, right when you, you're going to get your baggage claim, there's, like, this sign that says, um, <laughs> uh, we want, they want you to quarantine for seven days, every person that flies. I'm like, no one listens to this. It's just a complete clown world. It's a clown world. And you know what happens though if you make all these dumb rules that people have to obey nobody obeys any of them anymore and then the exactly. government's the government doesn't work which is what the goal is. That's that's where we're at everybody. So, well, um, everyone that's listening don't forget to go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. My Instagram, my new Instagram is Jordan Sarmo underscore. Jordan Sarmo underscore. Uh, that is where if you know if you, a lot of you guys might be following me and you probably don't follow me anymore. You're like, where did his Instagram go? That is where you have to go to find me. Make sure you give me a follow there. You can always follow Ross the Boss at Ross the Boss underscore as well. And um, yeah, we have our tonight. We are going to be having our Bible study tomorrow night. We have our Constitution course, which is going to be Wednesday night. If you want to be a part of that, all you got to do is shoot us a DM, the word community, and we'll send you a link that you could be a part of it. Uh, this is our last week that we're opening up to the public and then starting after Christmas, we're locking it back down just for our members. Uh, but again, if, if one way that you can support us is please go to uh, go to speaktruthoutfear.com or click the link in the description where you can become a member of our community. We got classes, we got courses, we got community groups, and it would be we would love to have you be a part, and it's also one way you can support us. So. We appreciate it. We will see you guys back. Actually, you know, we're not going to have a podcast on Friday unless right. you want to actually run it because I'm going to be in Arizona. Maybe I could make it a sample of the Rasta Boss show or something. Hey, maybe we'll have Rasta we'll talk. Ba- we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. I so, might not. I probably won't, but pretend I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> so we'll be back next week because we're going to be at – I'm flying out to Arizona on Thursday. We'll be at Turning Point this weekend for America Fest, and we'll be back next week. God bless you guys. Peace.